crazy day today, <laughs> to say the least. I'm sure um, some hearts are heavy um, tonight. And you know what I want to do just to start off? If you are physically able, and I'm not going to keep you there long, but if you are physically able, would you take a knee with me right now? Father, you tell us in your word that you resist the proud, but you give grace to the humble. That those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And so, Lord, tonight we come before you right now in humility. We come before you as those who are recognizing that you, Jesus, are king, that you are on the throne. And Lord, as we consider the just crazy events happening in in America today, sad day, sad day for our country. Lord, we want to come before you tonight and right now just take our eyes, our hearts, our minds off of everything going on in the horizontal. And we want to focus our attention right now, vertical, to you. Your word tells us that you're the one that puts kings in power. And so, Lord, we want to believe that trust in that, that in the midst of things that that maybe to us don't make sense or we don't understand, but we know, God, that you are sovereign, that you are holy, that you are loving. And so we want to just come as your people here tonight in humility, in grace, and just humble ourselves before you as we lift up our hearts, as we lift up our hands, as we lift up our voices, and as we lift up our prayers for our community and for our country. So, Lord, be glorified tonight. Be the lifter of our heads tonight as we spend this time together. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand together.
creature. When every creature finds its inmost melody.
salvation I will put my come on this is big for us tonight we build our life on the Christ our cornerstone come on that we have to be built our lives built upon your love your grace your power we thank you Lord for that we trust in that we stand in that tonight Lord you you tell us in your word to be strong in the power that is in Christ Jesus And we thank you, God, for that. And Lord, I pray tonight that you would just be in this time of prayer as we, in a little while, continue to worship, that you would just continue to be glorified tonight in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, why don't you go ahead and be seated. So what we're going to do tonight is we, our focus this evening is on Community and country. And, um, you know, when Jesus sent out his disciples, he sent them first to Jerusalem. And then they went to Samaria and then the uttermost parts of the earth. And, and so this is our Jerusalem. And we, we want to begin just tonight praying over our Jerusalem. We're going to get to praying for our country in a little bit. I know that's probably a heavy thing on some of your hearts tonight, but um, you know, our mayor, Judy Ritter, she was actually going to be here tonight and um, she loves it when we pray for her. And I I tell her we pray for her all the time, but she was going to be here and in person and she had to cancel at the last minute. So, um, but I'm going to pray right now for um, Judy and our city council members and 
um, just the, the, the whole team there. And um, this has been a hard time. Her and I have had many conversations throughout this past year, and, and uh, I don't envy her at all in her job because um, this has been tough, and she has such a heart for, you know, the community and all the small businesses. And, and um, so let's, let's just pray together for our mayor and our community leaders. Father, we come before you right now in the name of your son, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for these men and women who have made that decision to step into public office locally here. Lord, I thank you for Mayor Ritter. I thank you, Lord, for the fact, first of all, that she knows you, that she's a believer, that she loves Jesus. Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord, that she loves and supports the church as a heart for God's people. And Lord, I just want to pray for her and all the city council members, everybody on her team, as they just are seeking right now how to best navigate the federal, federal regulations that are coming down and all the other things that have been affecting our community, all the local businesses. God, I pray that you'd give them wisdom and discernment. I pray, God, that you'd give them courage to make those tough decisions. I pray, Lord, that you would bring unity amongst her and all of her team and all of those who are involved, that, that personal agendas and all of that could be set aside for just the betterment of the people here in our community. I pray, Lord, that you would keep them safe and keep them in good health as they seek to lead. And I pray, God, for the ones that don't know you, that in the midst of this crazy time that they find themselves in, when they maybe are just at a loss of knowing what to do and why, and that, Lord, you would bring them to a place, those that don't know you, of surrendering their hearts to you. And so, Lord, we just lift up Judy, all of those on the council, all of those on her team tonight, and we just pray, God, blessing and grace and favor and wisdom and unity over them. And we ask these things tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, um, we're going to right now, I'm going to ask everybody that's here tonight who is a first responder. So I'm talking about police, fire, uh, paramedics, um, Medical, anybody involved in medical, nurses, doctors. We had several nurses that were going to come tonight, but 
they're in high risk, they're working high risk, hospitals are full right now. But if you are, any of you are in that profession or active military, I want to ask you just right now, all of you just to come up front here and we want to just pray for all of you who are, um, so if you're in that stand up here you guys and I want you guys to go ahead and face everybody here because I'm going to have them stretch out their arms towards you and first of all let's give just a big round of applause for all of these guys and gals yeah Thank you guys and gals for your service, for your commitment, for your sacrifice. Um, thanks for being here tonight, brother. And Jesse's going to, Pastor Jesse's going to pray for all of you. Before we pray, I just wanted to share this scripture. In John chapter 15, verse 12 through 13, Jesus said this. He said, these things I have spoken to you that my joy remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one in this than to lay down one's life for his friends. And that love that Jesus mentioned was what is called agape love. It's, it's sacrificial, it's unconditional, and it has no expectation of receiving anything back. And each and every one of you have made that commitment, whether you thought you did on the day that you chose that job that God has called you to, you have put yourselves out there for us. And we want to say thank you tonight. And I want to pray and ask God to place his hand upon you. So join me in prayer. Please lift your hands out toward these these special souls right here. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are the model and example of what it's like to give up your life for another one, even when people don't care. And I just want to lift up uh, a prayer for our police officers, Lord, especially the ones that are represented here. They represent all the ones in our nation right now that are willing to have to strap up a vest and wear a, a piece of weaponry to protect themselves and others. Lord, I just ask that you would just go before them. You would give peace to them, that you would bless them beyond measure as they go into um, danger. When danger calls, many run away, but these ones are called to go in and they're willing to go in and to just bring uh, about um, good order and discipline. And I ask God that you would just go before them and help them to do that well, that you would keep their head on a swivel and that they would uh, help their um, partners that are with them and whatever calls that you have, that they would go in and really they're going in to help people who are in pain because they need to know you. And Lord, may you just burn that fire within each and every one of them, that they would shine a light in the darkness of the situations they go through, that it wouldn't be the law that they're bringing, but they would bring your love. So, Lord, may you just help them to be what they are called to be, peace officers, because you are the only one who who imparts that true peace that surpasses all understanding. So, Lord, may you just be with them and also bless their families because we know the spouses and the kids sometimes question, will they come home today? And that's a dark place to be. So, Lord, just bless them all with protection. And we know that 2020 was a dark age for many of them, especially with what happened with the racism and all that happened. And so much hate was thrown towards them. Lord, we just ask that you would swipe away that negative thought in the world and that you would just bring positive, optimistic thoughts for these ones. Because when we are in danger, we need them. 
So Lord, may you just help them to do their jobs well and give them wisdom and knowledge to sift through all of that stuff. We thank you for them, Lord. And I just want to lift up the fire men and women that are in this room and those that they represent, Lord, that as as there's a fire or there's a medical issue, these ones are willing to go into it. Maybe even in a place where there is, is shooting going on, these guys are willing to jump in the middle, even without armor, because they're not police officers. They're called to bring a, a, a calmness to the storm. Lord, may you just bring peace in those situations that they got to go through. When the fire is burning, many are running, but they're going in and they're willing to put it out and also to find anybody who's in those places to bring them out so to spare their lives. They're willing to sacrifice it. Same thing for their families, Lord. May you just protect them and, and, and guard their hearts, Lord, against the, the fear that can come over them through those things. And, Lord, may you protect them from any fire, just like you did for Ratchak, Meshach, and Abednego. When they were in the fire, you were with them, and they were unburned. They didn't even have the smell of fire. So, Lord, we just ask that you would bless those ones and help them to do their jobs well as they continue to go forward in this year. And I also want to lift up the, the paramedics and those who, who get that call and, and they got to apply first aid and to, to jump in and deal with the trauma and see all the collisions and all the, the blood and all the flesh, Lord, that has opened up. It's not what you called for in, in the beginning, but that's what sin reveals and has shown. And for them, Lord, to have to witness these things and to take them in the process and to just see it as another thing and and. They have to separate themselves from the, from the emotions of what they got to do, and that's a hard place mentally for them. So may you just help them to do that job well and be able to just help those who need uh, that first aid trauma when they, when they are going through it. And Lord, I also want to lift up our nurses. They are the hands and the feet that are in the trenches, and especially right now as the hospitals are getting filled and COVID is in the midst of everything that's going on and trying to sift through COVID and flu and what is this and what is that and, and not having all the information. Lord, it is confusing. It is hard, and, and they have to deal with people crying and screaming in pain from all the different things, and they're trying to, trying to work on all those, all those people that are out there hurting. God, I just ask that you would help them to just see clearly and to stay focused and to stay comforted and in peace and help them to walk through the situations that they have to deal with and see. And I also want to lift up the doctors. The doctors are the ones that you impart that ultimate wisdom and knowledge and understanding and for them to be the ones to make the ultimate decision and put their pen on paper saying, I agree to this type of procedure or medicine. It's on them, Lord. I just ask that you would give them what they need to be able to make the right decisions, to see every person as you see them, and not to see them as a case, as a number, or even a place of making money with medicine. Lord, you are the ultimate medicine, and we ask that you would show them how to do that and how to do it well. And for those doctors who don't know you, Lord, I pray that they would come to a saving grace and knowledge of the relationship of who you are in their life, even when they don't know it. God, I just ask that you would help them in those areas. And for our friends that are sick, that are in, in front of these doctors, that they would share you with them while they're laying in the bed because you're good that way. And I also want to lift up our military, our Department of Defense, the Navy, the Marines, the Army, the Air Force, those who are there to defend and support the Constitution of the United States, who are willing to obey the orders of those that are above them, that they would go out and even fulfill tasks and missions that they're called to do, even when it's hard. And in that place, their ultimate job is to get their brother and sister back home. 
when they're deployed all over around the world right now, there are families who are abandoned because there's men and women who are gone for six months to a year at a time. And we know that some of them come back, they come back messed up in their head with trauma because of what they've had to endure and witness. God, the mental health that they need, Lord, I just pray that you would pour out your spirit and you would bring healing to all of them for all that they have to go through to protect us and to keep us safe. So God, I just want to lift up all of them to you. May you just have your way and may you just use them in a mighty and powerful way to just rip down and tear down the strongholds of the enemy who is really behind most of this stuff. So God, we just look to you and may you shine a light in the darkness through each and every one of these precious souls that are right here before us. So we lift them up and it's in the name of Jesus Christ. We all say, amen. If we have any teachers or those who are involved in education um, in the room right now, can I have you guys come forward as well? We want to pray for you. You guys have such a great role. Any teachers? We've got several in our fellowship. God bless you. All right. Let's give it up for these guys too. <laughs> Pastor Rob was a former teacher, and he's going to pray for the teachers up here and the ones that aren't. We have a lot in our church that couldn't be here tonight, and I want to pray for them as well. Tough times right now, teaching via Zoom and all that. So, Yes, would you pray with me, please, and lift your hands and toward these. Lord, we pray for these teachers and those they represent, Lord. These are the front line with our youth, with the next generation, which the, with the future leadership of this country, of our community, the parents who are going to bring up the next generation, these people interact with them daily. And it's been a very difficult year. I pray for just comfort and peace, navigating through all of the different varieties of things that have happened this year, going to school, coming back. Now we're open again. Now we're closed. Really hard to change through all that. Would you give them not only the courage, but the wisdom on how to do that best? And Lord, I pray particularly for Christian teachers in our public schools and private schools that you, Lord, would provide openings. You would make ways and open doors for them and then lead them on how they can help instill your values and your hope and, and your love in the students they work with and with their fellow teachers and administrators. We pray also for those who are not believers who are teachers, Lord, that you would provide opportunities for them to hear from the teachers around them, the administrators around them that know you and be drawn to you. And Lord, in the daily grind of teaching, the producing of lesson plans, the grading of papers, the gathering together in the classroom, the discipline, all of those things that go on all the time. Lord, give them a fresh spirit of joy 
as they look at these young ones before them and realize they have an opportunity to help them aim in the right direction, to get grounded and foundation in the Lord. And I pray also for wisdom for these Christian teachers that there's some things in the curriculum they're required to teach that are not right. And Lord, give them wisdom to navigate through those things the right way, to be able to do what they're supposed to do and also present the truth. And that's really hard to do at times. Give them your wisdom on how to do that. Provide those opportunities, Lord. And I pray for this next year as we move into it, as things start changing even more with schools, that you, Lord, would give them your peace, that they would continually look to you. They have so much coming in on the horizontal, especially with young people coming in and asking this and wanting this and doing that, getting distracted with social media and stuff. Help them to be a light, a light to those students and a, and a comfort and a constant just a foundation, a place to go and give these teachers your wisdom to impart your wisdom to them, your love to them, and your word to them as those opportunities arise. Lord, we give you our teachers in our community, in this state, and in this country, and ask you, Lord, to fill them afresh, even today, with your spirit. Give them rest and peace and joy as they press forward to do the very best job they can in training up the young people of our country. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Any homeschool parents here? If you're a homeschool parent, how about standing up right now? You guys do homeschool? Anybody just homeschool? Homeschool parent? or homeschool person. <laughs> um, I want you guys to come up right now. Homeschool people, and who better to pray for a homeschool person than a homeschool mom herself? So this is Angela. She's going to pray for all of you. Still more coming up. Wow. Oh, holy Heavenly Father, Lord, I lift up these men and these women who are homeschooling in their homes. Lord, I, I know that there are some, even in this audience, Lord, who um, are homeschooling at home, not by choice, um, because of COVID. Lord, they're forced to homeschool. Lord, and I just pray that you would strengthen them, strengthen each and every one of these people, whether they chose to homeschool or not. Lord, and I, I also want to rebuke, Lord, the enemy and his lies, Lord. I know how hard homeschooling can be, Lord, and I know that there's sometimes the enemy just comes against us to make us feel like we're inadequate, Lord. I pray that we would have wisdom, Lord, to see the enemy's tactics when he tries to come against us to speak lies. Lord, you have equipped us. Your word tells us you have equipped us. And what better people to be training our children than their parents. 
Lord, and it's a blessing. Lord, may we see it as a blessing. Lord, I pray that this time right now, when many of us are home, Lord, that this would be the time that we would unite as family. Lord, and as now people are uh, being able to see what is in the curriculum, Lord, in their schools, Lord, I pray that we would rise up, Lord, to stand firm for your truths, Lord, and, and what you believe, what we believe. May we no longer be quiet. Lord, strengthen us. Lord, I pray that you would give us endurance and patience. Lord, and this would be a sweet, sweet time with our children. Lord, and I just uh, just pray a blessing over the mamas, Lord, as I know that they're juggling so much, Lord, with being a teacher and being wives, Lord, and the single moms who are having to do it all by themselves, Lord. Lord, give them a fresh feeling of your spirit. Lord, give them that peace that we're talking about that surpasses all understanding that only comes from you. Lord, and may we know that it is you and your spirit within us, Lord, leading us through. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for you and your word and your truths, Lord. And I just pray for continued endurance. I pray that that at the end of this year, Lord, may we be so productive, Lord, in in our, our schooling Um, And all that we do, that we would know that it's not us, but you. We love you and we praise you in your mighty and holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. I want to have uh, all the middle school, high school, college age students come up right now. All of you. Just come up front here, Pastor Aaron. Come on, if you're in high school, middle school, college, come up. Here's the next generation right here. Pastor Aaron's going to pray over these guys, and let's stretch out our hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of these souls. Thank you, Jesus, that you have seen them, that you know them, that you have a purpose for their life. I thank you, Jesus, that you have gone before them and led them up to this point. And Lord, we ask that you would continue to go before each one. Lord, I pray that you would cause them to hear your voice, to know your word, to engage in spiritual warfare and be found victorious because they stand in your grace. Lord, we pray that you'd give them a deeper passion for your presence, for your word, for prayer, for worship, for serving you. We pray, Jesus, that they would discover your perfect will for their lives. And Lord, I know that the enemy is scheming for their souls. And so we pray, Lord, abundance of protection over them in the name of Jesus, that you would guard their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they would direct their paths according to your word and that you would be faithful to lead each one. Lord, I thank you that each one is a testimony of your grace. And I pray, Lord, that your grace would continue to wash over them and give them your wisdom and your peace, your plan for their life. Lord, in the mistakes that they will make, in the sins that they will fall into, I pray, Jesus, that they would see that your grace is even deeper still. That they, by your grace, would pull themselves back up and and walk rightly with you. Lord, we, we pray for their future spouses. 
We pray, Father, for their future um, children. We pray that you would raise these men and women up, Lord, to fear you and to fear you alone, that they would be godly men and women and future mothers and fathers and husbands and wives and all, Lord, according to your perfect plan. And Lord, in, in the waiting, would you give them your peace? Jesus, we ask that they would continue to be the light you've called them to be. We pray, Jesus, that the gates of hell will not prevail as they step forward to build your church in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you that you will use these for your name's sake, for your kingdom cause. And so I pray, Jesus, that they would also discover their spiritual gifts, that they would actively um, practice them and and deploy them and, and see just how you would use them even in their age right now. Lord, you call us to not neglect those who are young, to not look down or not despise those who are young. And so I pray, Jesus, that we would also as a church give them space to serve and to serve well and to also fail, but also, Lord, would you give us the, the desire to disciple them in your word and in your ways. So, Lord, we are all part of your body. Lord, these students from middle school all the way to college, Lord, they are part of the body. And so I pray, Jesus, that they would, they would grow in the body, that they would mature in the body, and that you'd be glorified in them. Thank you, Jesus, for each one. Go before each one and be glorified. May Jesus and his name be high and lifted up because of them. Lord, so may their thoughts, may their words, may their actions be all glorifying to Christ. In Jesus' name we pray and say, Amen. Amen. All right. Now, any kids here that are fifth grade and lower, I want you guys to come up right now. Fifth grade and lower. All the youngsters. Yeah. Come over here, you guys. Hey, guys. Come over here. Come over here, you guys. Guys, come over here. Come over here. Ah, you guys are awesome. I was 11 years old when I came to faith in Christ and loved Jesus deeply, even at that young age. I know a lot of you, you're in that place. I, I know many of you, and such precious hearts and uh, God has special things for all of you yeah you're nodding your head you like that huh (laughs) let's pray for these young gals and girls Lord I thank you so much for these precious lives that represent here even the next generation (laughs) and that these children here that have parents who love you and that they have come to a place in their own hearts of realizing who you are and that you're real and that you love them. We thank you, Lord, for these precious young lives. And I just want to pray blessing upon them tonight. I pray, Lord, that you would be placing in each one of their hearts a hunger to know you more, a desire to just draw into a deeper relationship with you. Lord, I pray that you would bring a a maturity in their hearts and lives that would go beyond their years. That from this group, you would raise up some 
Josiahs, some Davids, some Daniels, some Esthers. Young men and women who love you and who know that they are deeply loved by you. We thank you, Lord, for each one of them. And we just pray tonight as a church body, just blessing upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Hey. Let's worship.
are sovereign. Thank you, Lord, that you promise to be with us in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the storm. Thank you, Lord, that you're the one who can still storms. And Lord, I pray that as we just continue now in lifting up now our country, that, Lord, you would hear our prayers. Because, Lord, we know that we, we desperately need you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to have you be seated right now. And before we enter into this time of prayer, I want to share something with you. And I want to ask you to be patient with me for a minute. Because I feel like God put something on my, my heart that he wants us to hear tonight and, and kind of allow this to direct our, our time of prayer. So I found this to be very interesting today as I was just kind of sorting through some things and praying and the Lord put this on my heart. Um, Maybe you didn't know this, but 88% of the members of the House of Representatives and the Senate identify with some form of Christian religious affiliation right now. 88%. Okay. Now, I think that means different things to different people, but still, just hang with me for a minute, okay? 88%. Now, interesting note is only 65% of the general population here in America identify with some sort of religious or Christian religious affiliation, okay? 88% in the House and and Senate, 65% in our country. Now, here's what's also interesting. There are 435 members in the House of Representatives, and of those 435 members, 230 of them identify as Protestants. That's 54.5%. And 134 of them identify as Catholics. That's 30.9%. So over 84% of the House those in the house identify with some form of Christian religious affiliation. Okay, now before you scoff, just bear with me, okay? Now, in the Senate, and I did this before Georgia was confirmed today, but, but prior to that, there were 98 members in the Senate with the two pending. Of those 98 men and women in the Senate, 58 of them identify as Protestants, 24 of them identify as Catholics. So again, over 84% of the current Senate identifies with some form of Christian religious affiliation. So here's my point. Of the 535 most influential people in our government right now, 446 of them have some knowledge of the truth of who Jesus is. 446 of them have some knowledge of God's view of marriage, of God's view of the unborn, of God's view of life and human dignity. Now, obviously, many of them are not allowing God's truth or the truth of God's word to shape how they lead and how they vote and how they govern. And many of them are probably more concerned about politics than they are about King Jesus. 
But here's the thing. This is what God put on my heart tonight. What do we do? We can get mad. We can riot. We can storm the White House. But that's not the way of Jesus. Because this is what we need to understand, church. This, is, this goes for our country, and this goes for all of us. The heart of the problem is a heart problem. It's where it starts. It's not a political problem. It's a spiritual problem. And here's what I want us to do tonight. This is what God put on my heart for us as we, as we pray. We're talking about 446 men and women in the most powerful places of our government who have had the truth of God's word implanted in them on some level. Maybe it was when they were younger. Maybe it was when they were in a high school youth group. Maybe it was in college. Maybe it was even more recently that caused them to identify themselves as a Protestant or a Catholic. But God's word has been implanted in them. And I want us to pray tonight that the word of God that's been implanted in them, planted in their hearts, however small that word might be, let's pray that it comes alive. Let's pray that what's been planted, the seed that's been planted, and maybe it's gotten choked up, as Jesus talked about, by thorns and maybe you know it's been it's withered because of shallowness but let's just pray tonight and I want to encourage you to be praying for this that the truth of God's word that's been implanted in them would come alive let's pray for revival in their hearts in the hearts of, of those men and women. Because here's what we, we, oftentimes when we think about revival, we're thinking about unbelievers. Revival starts with believers, with the church. It starts with, with somebody who was alive, who has died or is dying, that needs to be revived. It's like when my buddy Aaron over here, who's a paramedic, comes and, you know, does the, the, you know, the shock paddles, you know, clear, you know, and hits them and, and it brings, you know, that's what we need to have happen is, is just a, a sense of whatever's in there that it would be shocked and brought to life. They might follow Jesus. You know, I want to read you a couple of things really quick. J.I. Packer said this about revival. He says, revival is the visitation of God, which brings to the Christians who have been sleeping and restores a deep sense of God's near presence and holiness. Then springs a vivid sense of sin and of profound exercise of heart in repentance, praise, and love and evangelistic outflow. Charles Finney said this, a revival is nothing else than a new beginning of obedience to God. And how desperately do we need that? So let's pray for them in the house. Let's pray for them in Congress, in the Senate, that God would bring about a revival in their hearts. Why don't you think about tonight? Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, this guy was a wicked king. He defied God. He made a statue of himself and told everybody to worship it. I mean, that's how far out he was, and God humbled him. He became nuts. 
He lived like an animal for a time, and then God restored him. And this is what Nebuchadnezzar wrote in Daniel chapter 4, verse 37. He says, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just. We need to know that tonight. Hear that from converted King Nebuchadnezzar. All What he does is right. All his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. So let's pray tonight for revival to spring up in the hearts of those men and women in our Congress and Senate that it's been planted in their heart. Let's pray for a conviction of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray that pride would be replaced by humility. And let's pray a brokenness, that there would be a brokenness over sin. Because that's the only hope for our country, friends. That's the hope. That God would move and work. And wouldn't it be amazing if God did to all of them what he did to Nebuchadnezzar? Let's pray together. Lord, we lift up the halls of Congress right now, tonight. These men and women, these 446 men and women that make up the House and the Senate who have some knowledge of you that has been implanted in their hearts. Lord, I pray that you would bring that to life. God, I pray tonight, we pray tonight that your Holy Spirit would bring conviction that you'd bring them to the end of themselves, that you would replace pride with humility, that even the events that have happened today in our country would would bring these leaders in our country to a place of recognizing that we need you, they need you. Lord, I pray right now for President Trump. I know many religious leaders, pastors, part of his council that know him who have told me they're not sure that he's they don't think he's born again they know they he believes in you but he's not really surrendered to you lord i pray for him tonight for his salvation that in the midst of everything that has happened and god this is frustrating no doubt to him he's he's voiced that but it's also humbling And Lord, I pray that he would come to a true saving faith in Jesus Christ. And wherever this goes, that you would just lead him as a man following after you. Thank you, Lord, for Vice President Pence. We know that he knows you. And God, I pray that you would give him wisdom. You'd give him courage. Lord, I pray for President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris. Mr. Biden, he professes that he knows you, even though a lot of his policies make it seem like he doesn't. He doesn't know your word. God, I pray that you would bring, do a stirring in his heart and Vice President-elect Harris's heart That our nation, God, would come to a place with these leaders that they would turn their hearts to you. That they would come to understand that the 
answer is not in our government. It's not in politics. It's not in any system that we can set up. But that we need to become a nation once again of what's printed on our money in God we trust. So God, we pray tonight that you would bring that conviction of your Holy Spirit. That you would bring that humbling. That you would, Lord, create in the midst of the halls of Congress and the Senate and in the White House a brokenness over sin. But Lord, we're thankful that your word tells us this. This is our hope in the midst of the the days that we are living in and the days to come, that your word tells us that where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. So tonight, God, we as your church, we cry out to you to save, to bring us to the end of ourselves. Lord, we like to sing that song, God Bless America. But it's really inappropriate for us to sing that right now because we're basically asking you to bless our sin. Lord, we're a wayward nation. We confess that tonight. We're a wayward people. We include ourselves in that. We're a part of this, Lord. It's not just them. It's, it's, it's all of us. And God, we, we as a church body here in this little place called Vista, we cry out for our nation tonight in just humility to humble ourselves before you tonight and just say, God, we need you. We need you. You're the answer, God. So we pray tonight that you would be working in hearts. Lord, I pray for those men and women in the Senate and in the House and in the halls of of government and in the White House. I pray, God, that you wouldn't let them sleep. That they would just be stirring all night long with a sense that something is wrong. And God, I pray that they would show them that it's that they need to get right with you. They need to get in line with you. Lord, we know you've brought revival in the past. And we pray, Lord, tonight, do it again. Do it again. In Jesus' name. Pete's going to lead us in some songs right now. And just as he does, I want to encourage you. We're going to leave those things up on the screen. And I just want to encourage you in, in your seat there personally that you just continue as God would lead you to pour out prayer and intercession for our country. Okay? Let's do that. We're going to sing, but you, you, as you feel led, let's just continue to stay in this posture of praying. And some of these songs that we're going to sing tonight are, are prayers as well. And let's just make them a prayer for ourselves and for our nation as well. Okay, let's do that.
done before in greater measure you will do again you says no prison all you can break through no mountain you can make all things are possible is no broken body you can raise no so you can save things are possible in the darkest night you This night 
working Never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop working You never stop working Yeah You are You are Rainmaker Miracle worker Promise keeper Light in the darkness My God That is who you are Rainmaker Miracle worker Promise keeper Light in the darkness My God that is who you are. Praise you. Lord, we believe that. That is who you are, the way maker, the miracle worker. The one who keeps his promises. The God who is on the throne. The God who is all powerful. The God who is unstoppable. Lord, we believe that. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to truly believe what we were just singing. That even when we can't see it, and even when we can't feel it, that we know that you are working. And that's why you've called us to walk by faith and not by sight or by our feelings. So Lord, make us those kind of people. Thank you that you are the God who hears, that you've heard our cries tonight and our cries tomorrow and the next day and all throughout this year. And God, I pray that this would be a year for all of us here that we would be growing deep in our love for you and from that going wide in our reach for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand together. So tomorrow night is uh, night number four, and we have um, something special planned that we've never done before. We're going to begin with some worship, and then we're going to actually, and, and, and I want you to come, okay? Because I want you to go like, oh, that sounds kind of weird. Uh, it's not. It's going to be really cool. We're, tomorrow, our focus is going to be on the ministries here in our church, our church family, our church body. And so what we're going to do is we're going to, let you go through the campus here and we're setting up a bunch of different rooms for every ministry um, for you to walk, a little prayer walk. We're going to do a little prayer walk tomorrow night, okay? And you can walk through and pray over the different points that are going to be posted for all the different ministries that are represented here in, in our church. And then we'll make our way back through here. Now, obviously, you, you can't all go to the same room at once. You're going to like get kind of a map that says, like, here's where to go. And, uh, you know, and, and we're going to have you come back in here about 10 to 8, and we'll conclude with some worship. And then uh, Friday night, focuses on revival and after we pray and sing we're gonna eat um, so, <laughs> but um, Lord bless you so great to just see you out tonight and uh, just pray that you continue to 
just in this time of prayer and and seeking the Lord. And um, Pete's going to close us right now in the song. thousand times I failed, still your mercy remains. And should I stumble again, still I'm caught in your grace, everlasting. Your light will shine when all else fades, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all It's a prayer. You will above all else, and my purpose remains. The art of losing myself in bringing you praise, everlasting. Your light will shine when all else fades, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all things. you church we'll see you tomorrow night have a wonderful rest of your evening god bless